So if you can have encounters with God's word, you can grow, grow into your salvation and taste the goodness of God. But now, I've come to learn that many people think that with regards to spiritual growth or even with regards to being a Christian, it's just about, hey, I'm a Christian and um, it's okay, let me live my life and I'm good. There's, there's, there's no demand for me to grow. And I'll tell you one of the reasons why so many people don't really put an emphasis on growth. It's because most people perhaps come into the kingdom of God because they were threatened that if they do not give their life to Christ, they're going to go to hell. And so once they give their life to Christ, it's like they've accessed their ticket, I'm going to heaven, so that's all. There's nothing else that I can do. There's nothing else that I should do. But no, the Bible in Timothy tells us that God desires two things, for all men to be saved, and number two, that all men come to the knowledge of the truth. You cannot come to the knowledge of the truth minus growing. Yes, it's good that you were saved. That was God's desire, number one. But his second desire is for all men to come to the knowledge of the truth. Meaning there's a place where we need to grow in life as believers. Now, I want to show you, and I'm really going to show you why it is very, very important for us to grow. Let us look at a very interesting portion of scripture in Hebrews chapter number 5 and verse 12. Hebrews chapter number 5 and verse 12. I, I, I really find this scripture very interesting. Look at what the writer is, is speaking to the audience. He says, For when? For the time you ought to be teachers. I'll start it from verse 11. Let's see if I can put it in. And NJV. Alright, verse 11. Listen what he's saying. He's saying, Of whom we have so much to say and hard to explain since you become dull in your hearing. So it's like he's making a complaint. He's saying, We've got so much to teach, but you're not giving heed to what we're supposed to explain to you. Then in verse 4, it says, For though by this time, you ought to be teachers. You need someone to teach you again. He's complaining. He says, look, by this time you're supposed to be teachers. But then it seems like you need someone again to teach you the same basics. He's addressing a problem, lack of growth. You need to be teachers by this time. But now, the problem is that this same time, you need someone to teach you the best principles of the oracles of God. That was it said, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only milk is unskilled in the world of righteousness. Which means in your spiritual growth, in your walk in Christ, there's a place where you graduate from taking milk to start taking meat. The Bible says meat is for the mature. Now here is somebody that comes into the that comes into the kingdom of God and is just on milk. 
there is, of course, it's very understandable for a baby to take milk, but you have to understand with age. By the time a person, if, if a child reaches a few months later or maybe close to a year, they tell him, stop taking milk. Now imagine a child having milk five years. Ten years. Money giving milk. Isn't that a big problem? In the same way, Paul is addressing the people and he says this time you're not supposed to be taking milk. You are supposed to be eating meat. This time yes, it's supposed to be teaching. But look at what is happening to you. He's addressing an issue where people are not growing. Tell your neighbors, we have to grow. Now, I want to explain to you why as a child of God it is necessary to grow. Are you ready for this? The Bible in Psalms chapter number 1, if you read the whole scripture or the whole chapter, the Bible shows us that blessed are they that do not uh, 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 trust in the counsel of the ungodly. Then it says, the ones that get to trust in the Lord shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. The Bible actually gets to show us one way we get to manifest as children of God. And one of the descriptions the Bible gives us as children of God is that we are trees. Remember the Bible says, you shall flourish like a palm tree and like a cedar of Lebanon. It means we are trees. Now, I want you to understand something. If it means we are trees, you have to understand one very important thing about trees. Trees have to grow. Today, if you plant a tree, it is very necessary for that tree to grow. Guess what? If a tree grows, by virtue of it growing, there are certain stages and certain things that happen to it. Number one, it grows in strength. So every time a tree grows, it becomes stronger and it becomes bigger. In the same way, that's what happens when you grow spiritually. You become stronger and you become bigger. So sometimes we are intimidated by winds of doctrines. We are intimidated by certain situations because we are meant to be growing like a tree, but we are choosing to behave like a plant. And so we are shaking. Anything can play with us. The wind, let's not even talk about the wind. Let's talk about bugs. Bugs will come and eat you up. Bugs in the spiritual realm, I call them demons. They will eat you up. There's nothing you can do. Have you ever seen, no matter how many bugs you can take to a big tree, when, how, when will they finish eating the tree? How? They can't. Why? It's big and it's strong. Today, if an ant or a certain bug goes to a tree, bites, 
if it has teeth. It's the end of it. <laughs> but you will notice something. The tree won't even feel anything. Try to show you that when you reach a certain level of growth, there are certain things that won't affect you. There are certain things that won't affect you. Now, a tree not only gets to grow, but I want you to observe something. I want you to observe that when a tree grows, there is another certain place a tree gets to manifest and gets to actually do certain things. You will notice that only when a tree attains a certain level of growth, that is when it is qualified, enabled, and empowered to do something called fruit bearing. Today, if you're going to plant a tree that is very small, in its young stage, it can't bear fruit. It requires growth. It requires growth for it to, to, to bear fruit. How do you expect to be fruitful when you don't grow? Remember, even in the beginning, the Bible says, be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> but fruitfulness is, requires you definitely to grow. It requires and demands somebody to grow. And that's why when you read the scriptures, the Bible says, grow in grace and in the knowledge of God. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of God. Very, very interesting. There's a great and powerful demand for us to grow. Somebody say, I'm growing. In your Christian walk, let's say you got born again five years ago. Let's say you got born again two years ago. Let's say you got born again last month, three months ago, or whatsoever. Can you really testify that you are growing?
what really are you attracting when you say, I will not grow? Definitely you will not see manifestations of life. Hallelujah. We will see the manifestations of things that happen in things that are not alive. Look at what happens in stones. They that word corrode. People look lost. <laughs> they yeah. I'm sure you teach your joker. So and uh, you can pretend like you at least you've understood what I meant. Hallelujah. So you are alive. You are a tree. You need to grow. You need to bear fruit. Last week I explained a very tough reality of people that don't bear fruit. When you study the book of John 15, the Bible shows us how we ought to bear fruit. And the Bible goes on to say, any tree that doesn't bear fruit is cut off. Remember what Jesus did to the fig tree? He asked it for fruit. He didn't give fruit. What did he do? He judged it. Hey! If people can only understand that a time will come where we'll come before the Lord, they'll say, hey, how come you were not bearing fruit? How come this was not done? How come you didn't grow? Hallelujah. It's very necessary for the body of Christ to grow. When the body of Christ remains at the same level, you will find that there is a certain way that the body of Christ is going to be. The church itself comes from the word ecclesia, means the court out ones, means people that are different from the rest. But why is the church looking like the world these days if you are called the court out ones? Hallelujah. Why are Christians participating in certain things that they are not necessarily supposed to participate in? Read the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 3. The Bible shows us how Paul addressed the church at Corinth as babies. He says, I cannot address you as people who are, I address you as babies. Children. Because of the things that are found amongst you. There is jealousy. There is strife. There is envy. Children. Fish. He goes to another place. And he fails to describe them. The best thing he says, you foolish Galatians, who bewitched you? <laughs> Within God, we are not permitted to say such. Otherwise, <laughs> if we were to say that, ah, we should. What kind of books is that? It's calling us names. Yeah, should have been there in the time of Paul. And heard how Abena John the Baptist would talk to people. You brood of vipers. Jesus called him Pharisees. You are like unmarked graves. <laughs> but of course, who would it go? 
and began to submit to that blessing. What do I mean? The gold that they were given, that's what they used to make a golden shower. Imagine, they are giving you a blessing. Here is money. Here is this. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But because they did not grow, eventually they made an idol from that gold. That's the reason some people can't be billionaires now. They, that's what they, they can't be billionaires. First of all, they are one team. One bit of lava. Hundred squatches of one bit of lava offended. But do you think you can die from one billion? You will not die. Not only will you not die, you will leave the country. I resign as a deacon now. Um, the Lord has is wants to enlarge my territory. So uh, I'm starting business in Japan. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, if God says yes, who can say no? Very good promotion. 2,000 watcher. He measures it. He measures it. Listen. He, he really measures faithfulness. And how you handle your growth. Glory to God. And if he sees, remember what happened in the parable of the talents. One had five. One had three, one had one talent. Two of them, the first two, multiplied their talents. They added more. But the other one, who had one talent, what happened to him? He kept it. When the master came back, he promoted the two that were faithful. He says, you're good, you're good, you're good. Enter the joy of the master. The one that did nothing, the Bible says, even the very talent that he had was taken away from him. Rather, the Bible says, he who <laughs> it says, the one who has, it will even be taken away from him. It means the one who has, but is not doing anything with it. It's not growing. So there's a very dangerous place The last example I'll give you is remember the parable of the lost son. The son demanded inheritance. 
but was not grown enough to handle inheritance. What happened to the inheritance? He lost everything. He lost everything. And that's why I really feel many people should change their prayer points. Many people have been saying, Lord bless me, Lord bless me. But they need to change their prayer point and start saying, Lord mature me. Lord grow me. Because without maturity, without growth, you can't handle the blessing. No, there's going to be fault. 
just come. It's going to be a handbag. There's going to be this. You know, you, you literally have to, this is a believer. <laughs> no, just come. There's going to be this. There's going to be miracle money. And that's why, to be honest, many men of God have now become pressured to somehow compromise how they are going to deliver the message. And that's why now we are, we are seeing even movies come in as, 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 as services. Prison break. Prison break service. Transformers. I will not be shocked one crossover might be the end game. I'm telling you. To attract you. Because there is not really a desire. The end came. Come so that we snap away the enemy of your life. And the person will be like, hey, just one snap. How about just as a believer, desiring, as the Bible says, the sincere word of God? That's why you will notice something about our services. Every Sunday, our primary goal is to teach the word. Yes, I'm a prophet. I will prophesy. But I will not attract people by come we tell your details. This, 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 that. <laughs> because some of those things should be signs. Miracles should be signs. What are they? Signs for? To point you to God, to follow Him, and to grow. Hallelujah. Yeah, sometimes when you come to places, certain places where even pastors are teaching, they will look like they are not anointed sometimes. Because today we will teach, not today we will let's learn about grace. Let's learn about righteousness. Let's learn about sanctification. Because what's, what's the purpose if you don't grow in those things? And then every day you just want prophecy, 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 prophecy. Nothing wrong with it. But we're talking about even prophecy. We are supposed to teach you who is our navigator, the Holy Ghost, who is in you. Hallelujah. What is your appetite for God's word? How is your appetite to grow spiritually? Now I'll tell you one thing. Whenever you lose your appetite for the world and for something that has to do with God, whether you like it or not, you have an appetite for something else. If either you have the world, the world, that you have an appetite for, or the world, and I love to say, if the weight is in place, the world will be displaced. But if the world is in place, you are displacing the world. Two systems. That's why for me, I deliberately. Sometimes people will say, no, because you are men of God. Sometimes just have to deliberately avoid certain things. Certain pages, certain groups. 
in your WhatsApp group, you find the word is being taught. You are offended. But then, when you look at some of these pages, maybe kitchen party, shan, 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 yeah, top five plus two. You read all the stories, comment on everything. I will end there. Let's rise to our feet.